At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Back on Primetime Action, hour number two on this Thursday night from our South Point Sportsbook studio here in Las Vegas. Back with Wes Reynolds. Follow him at Wes Reynolds one on Twitter. Kelly Bidlin at Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. I'm Ben Wilson. Thanks to the whole team. Sean McCollum on audio. Jeremy Wengel on one hour of sleep. Our technical director watching the Open he Championship. He has been all up night. all night Literally focused all night. on the uh, <laughs> Open Championship. Uh, exactly. Uh, Isaiah Rinkle, Wyatt uh, Tomchek as well downstairs. We'll update some scores in a little bit. Let's first, though, get to the games about to start right uh, in this top of the hour window for Major League Baseball West. We have a trio of games about to start in Wrigley Field. Chicago Cubs, Keegan Thompson holding, uh, hosting Carlos Carrasco and the Mets. Uh, line, and again, these are all from DraftKings. Mets, a $1.35 road favorites after their big uh, series against the Atlanta Braves. Cubs coming back, plus $1.15. They, uh, they heard both, uh, both us, U.S., and the primetime action Viper Hawks crew last night did not get there. The yeah, Cubs on the run line. Yeah, I'm going back to the well, though, with the Cubs. I took plus 120. Right. And Keegan Thompson, uh, Paul Spore, of course, likes his uh, strikeout prop tonight. His ERA, 304. I know maybe he's due at least a little regression, but uh, Cookie Carrasco is the one that's kind of been regressing at least a little bit lately. Uh, uh, 1.04 home runs per nine innings, uh, but he's projected to, I think, go higher, 403 on the XERA. So I actually think the Cubs got the better starting pitcher in this pace, and you're, get, you're getting, I think, the better price with the Northsiders because they struggled. They obviously uh, got swept uh, in a short series at home by the Baltimore Orioles, who may never lose again, and the Baltimore hey, Orioles, I think, for the first time in how many years that are over 500 now. They finally got over 500 with that win last night. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I thought 120 was very fair on the Cubs. And
And the total in that game, seven and a half little juice to the over at minus 120. Wes, you also have a play on our next game, Seattle and Texas. I kind of had a feeling you'd be looking at this angle, though. Mariners, who have been white hot, it's now mm-hmm. Seattle, Toronto, Boston. They are three teams tied for the second and third wild card spots in the American League. Ten-game winning streak for the Mariners. Sweep the Nats yesterday in a, a day-night doubleheader there. And it is uh, Martin Perez for the Rangers. A couple of lefties. Marco Gonzalez goes for the M's uh, as the Seattle visits. Yeah. Globe Life in Arlington, seeing a dollar thirty favorite on Texas West, a plus ten right now back on Seattle. Eight total juiced over. Two pitch to contact guys here with Marco Gonzalez and Martin Perez that I think are going to regress a little bit. But you've seen it a little bit more. Uh, on the Gonzalez side, I think at least going forward, uh, Gonzalez just doesn't strike anybody out. If you look to his uh, strikeout to walk ratio, 4.2%, that's one of the worst in Major League Baseball. So uh, he's been able to avoid the barrels and the hard hit rates, but I don't know if that's going to continue long term. It might not for Martin Perez either, but uh, I do like uh, the Rangers here going against the streak where you've got a favorite. And uh, Martin Perez has been getting a little bit of the money. It was 115 in the overnight. I laid 120. This is going to close. Uh, a little bit over 125 pretty much in most of the market. Yeah, and a couple of spots now on the East Coast, including DraftKings, up to minus 130. And we'll get to Wes's final play a little bit later in the show. He has a play on the nightcap there in Brewers and Giants. But uh, this is the game we've got. Viper Hawks is part of our uh, Hail Mary prop Let's tonight. Go, Framer baby. Valdez and the Astros. Again, we're going Valdez to strike out at least 10. Wait for the little hawk uh, yeah, there to come in. Uh, Valdez to strike out at least 10 and the Astros to win. That is 10 to 1. On the actual game line here, it is Houston minus 180. Reed Detmers, another lefty, and the Angels plus 155. Total of eight juiced over. Yeah, and and I could look at the under. I think you could make a case for that. And by the way, you mentioned, I know why you guys kind of like that prop, because quite frankly, the Angels are not the best against left-handed pitching and really haven't been good against about any pitching really of late. Uh, They've really, that bottom of the lineup, uh, you look there, Matt Brown and I were joking on this show last night about, you didn't even know certain guys were on this team necessarily Mm -hmm, with the the Angels. That's like, I didn't know Jonathan VR was still in the league when I'm following the update when I had the Angels uh, as a small under dog the other night and and I didn't know that he was there so uh yeah, I, I think that you guys are, are right on the money here. And uh, Reed Detmers is a guy that I think probably on the Halo side is going to pitch a little bit better. Uh, I know some people I respect liked him on the strikeout over prop tonight, mm-hmm. but he punched out six Astros last time out uh, in a start, a start last season on 87 pitches. So, you know. I think the Angels are going to keep this low scoring tonight. This is a getaway game for the Astros. Plus, especially early on, now it's about to start here in about two or three minutes, you do get the quote on the shadows out there at Angel right. Stadium in Anaheim. So uh, maybe like a no in the first inning. I usually like yeah. to bet more yeses at plus yeah. price, but I would go with the no here, Astros yes, and the, Halos. Uh, the 5.07 p.m. local start time there. I'm sure it'll be interesting to see how many people are actually in the park at uh, first pitch. I'm guessing that, not many. Fighting that OC rush hour traffic. I would also say... Say, and I know Kelly, you uh, props on you, Kelly, for actually betting the Framber 10 plus strikeouts with the Astros win at 10 to 1. The, the six and a half, though, that's his strikeout prop generally here. And you can find plus 105 in the market there. Struck out 13 Angels in the last meeting. That was two starts ago uh, for Framber Valtez. And as, as we mentioned, leading off the show, Angels' fourth lowest. Uh, as far as uh, strikeout percentage when facing lefties on the mound. They strike out at a near 25% clip uh, against lefties, and they are 24th in WRC plus facing lefties. So I still, like, even the six and a half, if you just wanted to make a straight bet, taking plus money, I know Kelly's like, let's just roll with the Viper. I mean, Ben, if you can't can't believe in yourself and your teammates in this world, (laughs) what are we doing? 
Come on, unbelievable. I know Matt, I know Matt Brown made that wager because he said he, he he made sure we all conferred. He's like, he's, we don't play for second. If you're not first, you're last. That's right. We have full Ricky Bobby strategy on this. I, you know what? That is the only way you can play team. these contests. Full Ricky Bobby strategy. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to the rest of the updates here in, in our next segment. But quickly, Wes, on your because your Hail Mary prop is Kevin Gausman to lead the night slate in strikeouts. And this is this has turned into such a fun sweat. Gausman has yeah. five Ks, and as I believe as of last check, he is tied for the lead right yeah, now. Yeah, him and Drew Rasmussen, who's got five Ooh. strikeouts for the Rays. By the way, no score through three innings down there at the Trop. Okay. So uh, Gausman only fifty-seven pitches here in the fourth inning. I'm not sure how long the uh, the new manager, John Schneider, by the way, his second game as manager as Charlie Montoyo got let go yesterday. So uh, see if he can punch out another one. He's got two on. First time he's been in a little bit of a jam here. Still no score in the yeah, top nothing, of the fourth nothing, in it, Toronto. 58 pitches for Gossman to keep. Uh, and this yeah. was a very popular run line play, even though what 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 this closed like four dollars. Uh, was there was one shop west that closed four forty. Yeah, so you might so you might have laid one and a half on the run line and had to lay about two bucks uh, tonight as a deep fly ball okay, that's yeah, going to retire yeah. the side. So no strikeouts, but nevertheless four scoreless innings for Gaussman and his brief return to the DL. So it's a great anti sweat. You're just rooting for Red Sox hitters to put balls in play. Play, yeah, a, that's a hell of a thing to yeah. root for. Just, I know. just make and, contact. And, and look, even if we do get a good start, we all we also got to kind of go against what is projected in the nightcap. Corbin Burns, Carlos Rodon, they were the favorites in that market. I think when I looked at that market and I saw Gassman right. 14 to 1, Rodon and Burns were kind of like mid to high $3 range. So gotcha. obviously the rightful favorites with a total certainly, of 6.5. Certainly the rightful favorite. We love, we, it's been so, so fun tracking this, even though our, we haven't had the great success, but it could all turn around uh, with, with this one tonight. We love we love having the sweats of all these. We'll update all the scores on the other side for what's going on in the Major League Baseball. But slate. we will be we will be like Ricky Fowler after a major. We will yeah. go congratulate the winner. Nice game. Yeah, nice. Great job. Nice game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're definitely doing that, Kelly. We're definitely We doing are that. sportsmen here on we this are, program. We are sportsmen on, on this program. Uh, let's take a couple minutes before we update scores in our next segment. We talked to JVT a little bit about this last segment, and that is what happened today in the NBA with, with the Phoenix Suns. We talked about uh, your former employer there, Wes. Indiana Pacers, the offer sheet, uh, and it is four years, $133 million, the max contract offer sheet that will be signed by DeAndre Ayton. And, Kelly, I know we wanted to get more into some of the timeline yeah. here and, and just, just how fascinating this is with – with, as we touched on a little bit last hour, just the domino effect this will have, the ripples it'll have around the rest of the league. Uh, crazy to see where we go from here, and Phoenix certainly will have to make the first decision here in uh, basically 48 hours or less. Yeah, so what, how, how this is really going to work, and we're going to dive into next team odds for, for Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie Irving here later in the show, uh, about 45 minutes from now. But just, just so everybody understands how this works, they've got the Suns have two days to match this offer from the Pacers. Now, this doesn't, the the, the clock clock doesn't start ticking on this until midnight, though. So there is a small chance. It is a small chance. But the Suns are probably on the phones right now hitting up everybody in the league, seeing if they can still pull off a sign-and-trade before midnight Eastern time here tonight. Now, that looks unlikely to happen. It looks like the Suns will probably end up matching the offer sheet that Indiana's made so they don't let DeAndre Ayton just walk away with for nothing, mm-hmm. right? They don't get anything in return. Now, JVT had 
JVT hit on this a bit. If that does happen, though, that means that DeAndre Ayton then will be with the Suns until at least January 15th, which then he can be traded to any other team in the league not named the Indiana Pacers. Right. For them to him to be traded to the Pacers, it would require them to wait an entire year. So this time next summer is when he could then be traded to the Pacers. Now, how does this affect Kevin Durant? How does this affect Donovan Mitchell? It might affect them a whole lot. It might not affect trades at mm-hmm. all because we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes with all these conversations. Now, one thing's for sure, though. The Suns with – the Pacers basically – the Suns were daring Aiton to go out and find someone that was going to offer him this type this type and of money. And the Pacers have one of the lowest payrolls right, right now, and the so Pacers they can called offer that. Their bluff. The Pacers – according to reports today, the Pacers have been trying to work with the Suns on mm-hmm. a sign-in trade and basically well, just got fed up with well, waiting and, so and the Pacers, by the way, do have an expiring contract, one year left on the deal, that being Miles Turner, who I think there's some teams that might be interested in. I think he's $18 million against the cap for this season – but a free agent, a total free agent next summer. So I thought, okay, he's surely going to be in the part of the deal right. if DeAndre Ayton's coming to Indiana. And who knows? And if he, if he, if Ayton ends up there on just a, on just a straight signing by the Pacers, who, who knows what happens with Miles Turner? Then I wouldn't. But expect- the Pacers do have a tradable asset at least to yes. kind of make it work. Because if you're going to see a Durant move, or if you're going to see maybe even a Donovan Mitchell move. You you probably are looking at potentially a three team trade yeah. just to make the money work. Probably are. I just I, I think that if Aiden ends up either returning to the Suns or or going with the Pacers, obviously, I, I the Suns might be they might be out of the Kevin Durant sweepstakes altogether. I, I don't know that they have enough to offer because I think they would have offered everything they could already to Brooklyn to get this done for Kevin Durant. So I'm interested to check when well, we're going to check out these odds here a little bit later yeah. in the show. I actually think some. Some of these longer shots are back in the mix now that might not have been in it as of two days ago. It's funny how at one point or another, and maybe as you point out, Kelly, this is the, the point for Phoenix where all these potential destinations for Kevin Durant, you've kind of gotten to the point where you say, eh, eh it seems like right. kind of far-fetched. And now right. it's not, as the cycle turns, Phoenix was that one team, still minus odds to be his next a team destination there for Kevin Durant. Now, might that be falling apart? I don't know. We'll, we'll examine that a little bit later on this hour. But up next, we'll update the baseball scores, get back into 32 teams and 32 shows with the Chicago Bears. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Beeson is broadcasting live from NBA Summer League all week, now through July 17th. Catch the edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, live from the NBA Summer League every weekday. We'll also have special guests, exclusive content, and live updates all throughout Beeson shows. For more, follow us at Beeson Live on Twitter and at Beeson Live on YouTube. We're back on primetime action alongside Wes Reynolds. Ben Wilson with you on the desk. We've got some updates to get through. Then we'll get back into 32 teams, 32 shows. Kelly Bidlin, the Viper Hawk sounder. It's live. It's needed because we're at least uh, one very small part of the way on our flyer prop of the night. one nothing Astros. Yeah, the last at-bat was pretty pathetic. I, don't, I didn't even catch who it was, but uh, a, a nice pop-up to the uh, second baseman. I think it was Gurriel out. because uh, the, the first four Astros, by the way, did reach base on Reed Detmer, so a rough start for him. Altuve got hit, Pena walked, Bregman with the single, and then Tucker drove the run in, so one first nothing. Four bases reached. loaded. Yep, still uh, only one out though. Yeah, if and, you get uh, if you get only one run here, you got to feel disappointed. Come on, guys. At least at least give us some hope. That's that's the that's the easy part though. It's the Framber Valdez <laughs> ten strikeouts. That's the one that will be right. Yeah. <laughs> that like Astros yeah. are a dollar eighty five favorite. The this Astros was not the, should win this right. game. So, this wasn't yeah. the sweat. It's the can Framber Valdez strike out at least ten. Uh, I don't man. know. Well, live uh, numbers currently yeah. off the board for that game around the, around the rest of the league here uh, around the rest of. Both leagues, Reds and Yankees scoreless. That game right now in the top of the fifth inning, the Yankees minus 175 live, Reds plus 140, four and a half is your live total. Braves and Nationals all time, and that's a double play coming? Oh, just got Oh, one. he beat oh, it out. Two okay. nothing Astros. Two nothing Astros. You don't need to sound the Braves sound and Nationals, two APs. Let's see, that game in the top of the fifth inning right now. Braves are minus 240 live on the money line. Nationals plus 195, nine and a half your total. Royals and Blue Jays scoreless. I don't know how Wes is looking at on his strikeout. Five strikeouts, uh, three-way tie right now with uh, Tristan oh, McKenzie and Drew Rasmussen. There you go. But Gaussman only at 60 pitches. 
Top of the fifth inning in that game. Live numbers. Blue Jays minus 300 on the money line. Royals plus 235. Four and a half is your total. Uh, Guardians with a three to nothing lead over the Tigers. Bottom of the fourth inning. Cleveland minus 1600. Live Tigers plus 850. Seven and a half your total. Red Sox out to a one to nothing lead over the Rays. Bottom of the fourth inning. Uh, live numbers currently off the board. Dodgers out early up on the Cardinals. One to nothing. In the bottom of the fourth inning, Dodgers minus 215, Cardinals plus 175, six and a half is your live total. White Sox with a 2 nothing lead over the Twins, top of the second. White Sox minus 180, Twins plus 145, nine and a half your live total. Mets with a one to nothing lead over the Cubs, bottom of the first. Mets minus 190 live, Cubs plus 155, eight and a half your total. And Mariners and Rangers just getting started along with that Astros-Angels game. So, uh, live. If you did want to hop in on Mariners, Rangers, uh, Rangers are minus one sixty live on the money line. Mariners plus one thirty seven and a half. Your total. All right, Rafael Devers twentieth homer of the year in the top of the fourth there for the Red Sox to break the scoring one zip lead there uh, for Boston. You mentioned uh, West Tristan McKenzie also a good start for the Guardians three nothing lead uh, there for Cleveland as uh, they, they've opened it up had a couple of uh, big hits. Mentioned the Josh Naylor homer, Jose Ramirez. That guy's pretty good at baseball. He's at it again. Uh, RBI base hit. Andres Jimenez also with an RBI double to put uh, Cleveland there on top. And then uh, the White Sox, that big game we talked about, Jose Abreu, Andrew Vaughn, each with RBI base hits. So as you, you talked about that at the top, starting to find the bats yeah. a little bit. Yeah, just got to get the starting pitching going there on the south side. And we've got an update on the DeAndre Ayton situation oh, already. Boy. The Suns have matched the four-year $133 million. That didn't machine. take long. Did not take long. Yeah. You had a feeling that that, that was coming here, that uh, they weren't just going to let him walk away for nothing. Yeah, Amen. so clear. I mean, clearly they. Uh, I mean, they could not work out a trade, a sign and trade situation. So, Aiden coming back to the Suns. You won't see him if he does get traded. You're not going to see that till January. And if he gets traded to the to the Pacers, you're not going to see it for a year. Presumably, that should, as we just talked about last segment, those odds that we'll talk about in a little bit on. Kevin Durant's next team, you would think, Kelly, by the time we get to that segment, I would imagine those odds would be not, not necessarily drastically different, but Suns have to take a big fall down those rankings now. Right? Yeah, it's it's funny because we did uh, I did check those uh, probably about three hours ago is when I updated them last, and you would have thought, Ben, at least on the reporting, that they, that already would have affected his number to the Suns, and it really didn't. So, hmm. I, you know, it, honestly, the, the Nets got shorter. It was really some of the other yeah. teams that just got a little shorter. We'll check. So, so uh, Herb Simon in Indiana, the uh, Pacers owner, uh, spent money for about five hours because that's always the criticism <laughs> yeah. of Herb Simon that he, he just won't spend to get the big-time free agents. He can at least say, hey, I did something. I, yeah. I at least uh, tried to do that. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll – We'll do our check and see how those odds have shifted coming up in a little bit. First, though, it is time for our resumption of, ready for this, Kelly? 32 teams and 32 shows. Here we go. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. No Matt Brown, Chicago Bears time in the NFC North. Ben Wilson, take us away. 32 teams. Are we suggesting that because Matt Brown is gone, we're now allowed to talk about uh, the... Whatever, whatever makes up the Chicago yeah, Bear team. It's in his contract. The, the he's Bears. Not, oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. He, he's, not, he's not okay with talking about the Chicago Bears. Got it. They're getting disappointed with the baseball uh, this summer in Chicago, so it is Bears season. Bears 
season. We don't want to make our technical director Jeremy Wengel mad because it's gonna we're gonna start getting close ups on you know on, on both of our faces. Very very tight. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, put a put a bullseye right here if I uh, besmirch the Bears. Exactly. We won't do that. A six and eleven team from a season ago started the year with Andy Dalton at quarterback. Saw a little bit of Nick Foles, but. For the most part, it was a year of transition where Justin Fields ends up starting 10 games. It was the end, though, of the, the Matt Nagy run. His era in Chicago comes to an end as the offense finished, once again, extremely disappointing. Bottom five in basically every single category in points, turnovers, passing yards, as well as uh, the sacks allowed by far, at least consensus-wise, bottom five offensive line. And that, that is not exactly an area they shored up coming into this year. Uh, the defense, which in, in the Nagy era at times was really good, but at times was kind of hit or miss. And that was the case last year, bottom 10 defense outside of the pressure they got. They did finish top five there uh, in the sacks department. But uh, Wes, I mean, let's look at what they did try to do in the offseason. Really, the big change is after the four seasons under Matt Nagy, 34 and 31, He's out. Ryan Pace, the exodus as well, seven seasons as GM. And they bring in a guy you're very familiar with as a, a, a guy who pays attention to the Indianapolis Colts extremely uh, closely in defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus comes over from Indianapolis. He is now the new head coach there in Chicago. Yeah, Eberflus, first-time head coach, uh, came from uh, four years as the D.C. in Indianapolis. If you're looking at maybe what defense they're going to run, not quite what I would call a vintage Tampa 2, but a little bit of a cover 2 is basically what they run. Didn't always get the most pressure on the quarterback uh, necessarily, but, you know, like to team, keep teams in front of him because, uh, you know, a little bit of a 4-3, a a but kind of a Tampa 2 combined with it. So that's what they're going to run defensively. By the way, a new defensive coordinator to Allen Williams comes over with Eberflus. He was the DB's coach mm -hmm. the last four years in Indianapolis. So new coordinator on that side of the ball, also new coordinator on offense. It is Luke Getze, who was the passing game coordinator and the quarterbacks coach up there in Green Bay. So a uh, whole new regime basically in Chicago uh, from the uh, front office to the uh, coaching staff. And it makes for a very interesting situation for Eberflus to walk into one of the 10 new head coaches this year in the National Football League, Matt Eberflus. And when you combine as well, not only is it a, a totally new regime like we just discussed, but you lose Khalil Mack. He was traded to the Chargers for the 2022 second round. And then a next year sixth round pick there. One of the, uh, one of the losses in the offseason for the Bears. Also lose Allen Robinson, one of their top wide receivers. And then a couple of linemen, Akeem Hicks on the defensive line, James Daniels on the offensive line. They leave in free agency. Some and really just some small deals, essentially, Wes, uh, yeah. that they made as we look at the uh, at the acquisitions. I mean, nothing nothing really that, uh, that jumps off the page. Yeah, because when you're looking at this team, obviously you know what the main issue is. It's been the offensive line. And now you have your quarterback there in Chicago that you traded up for. It is Justin Fields. No real competition here. Trevor Simeon, the backup, and then Nathan Peterman. So this is Justin Fields' job from day one. It's not like last year when you were starting Dalton, but – Behind this offensive line, I just don't know if the Bears have really done enough. Uh, they they either aren't good enough up there or they're not healthy enough. But, yeah, I would uh, I, I don't really like their chances in terms of offensively, even though I do like Justin Fields and his upside. But you look at the receiving core, who's really your top receiver? Byron Pringle, uh, Equanimous St. Brown, Nikhil Harry, who they just got in a deal from New England, who was a former first-round pick, and the Bears basically gave up nothing for him, so that shows you how Harry worked out in New England. Darnell Mooney, you don't have necessarily that number one receiver for him to throw the ball to. Uh, you still have David Montgomery in the backfield, but 
I think this team is going to struggle offensively. It's again with the signings. It's not exactly yeah a a list you look at and you say all right. There are really a lot of upgrades. I mean Justin Jones is the guy they spent the most money on in the offseason, and that was just a measly two year twelve million dollar deal. And if if you're making a case for a guy to be a best receiver, you would expect it's a guy who did not get basically a minimum right. one year deal, one year four million there for Byron Pringle, uh, Lucas Patrick. They did at least try to shore up the offensive line in some regard, but Patrick comes uh, to Chicago two year eight million dollar deal as well. They still need the a lot more it's, work it, look, up front. I think uh, the ESPN Pro Football Focus preseason overall roster evaluations and rankings. They have the Bears 30th out of the 32 teams in the National Football League. We'll break down where else the Bears sit at position by position, and we'll look at what are the realistic expectations for Chicago in the year 2022 as we continue. 32 teams, 32 shows. Talking Bears here on Primetime Action. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. All sorts of carnage going on. Wes Reynolds, final day of the Visa Baseball Betting Pentathlon. We are still. Uh, did we get a strikeout, Kelly? Uh, we we Framber Valdez. I don't think so. I uh, yeah, we got one. We got a strikeout. We got one. <laughs> Nine oh, more to go, baby. Man. Right, let's go. It only took twenty-one pitches for us to get there, but Framber Valdez after power on the board. We're on the board. <laughs> Viperhawks get home. Only not right, again. Our our uh, hail Nine Mary. Nine more to go. Hail Mary prop bet for us. Framber Valdez ten plus strikeouts in an Astros win at ten to one. Framber. One strikeout through one inning. So let's just strike out the side like three times in a row, and, and we've got it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Wes, the, the odds-on crew, they went not as well, let's go to a pseudo-Hail Mary. They had the both teams not to score bet in this Kansas City-Toronto game where you're essentially betting that one team will get right. shut out. And that was, I think, at five, five and a half Thinking to one. Thinking it was this Kansas City AAA right. lineup. Thinking Kansas way, City and this awful AA, AAA lineup would get shut no, out. No, I mean, I understand I mean, the logic because that's why I bet that I like the Gaussman on the strikeouts, but he got taken deep yeah. uh, last inning by Bobby Witt Jr. It is two to one in the bottom of the fifth. By the way, Matt Chapman on the board with the solo shot for the Blue So Jays. we were about to say, wow, this would be just unbelievable if a team wins the first ever betting pentathlon because they, they bet on something like that and then a AA, AAA pitching staff shuts out Toronto for nine innings. Right. It was 2 nothing a moment ago, but as Wes mentions, Matt Chapman hits a solo dinger. So 2-1 uh, there. And your bet on the Rangers, looking to fade the streak there of the Mariners. Ten straight wins, and it is all Texas right yeah, now. Corey Marco Seager Gonz- uh, double. Marco Gonzalez got rocked here in the first yeah. inning. 25 pitches. Lucky it wasn't worse. Uh, four hits and a walk. Three earned runs. You got to stri- strike him out, throw him out double play to end the inning. Yes. And he was already down 3 0. Jonah Heim doubled as well. Nate Lowe, a RBI ground out in that one. So 3 0 uh, to the Rangers already. We mentioned that Astros, the 2 0 lead there as they get through the bottom of the first uh, unscathed. And the Twins have at least clawed their way back. Gio Urshela, RBI double. So the big AL Central matchup. White Sox now up just 2 to 1. Uh, they're going to the top of the third inning, and the Dodgers still remaining up. One zip on the Cardinals. The only run on that game was a Justin Turner RBI base hit as they go now to the uh, top of the fifth. So a lot happening there. The sweat continues. Yes. Still five strikeouts for Gassman? Still five. Uh, on, I, believe, Come uh, on. I believe McKenzie's the leader right now for Cleveland with six. 
this is quite the sweat. A sweat we've never been a part of before. Fourteen I'm to one out for ten Ks. Is that is that enough, Ben, or should I? <laughs> I should have gone with thirteen. Right? I know you guys I mean, should be like hanging the K banner from the plexiglass <laughs> yeah, back yeah, there. That's such I'm a good out. idea. I can't wait to actually. I can't wait to actually see that. Let's resume thirty-two teams and thirty-two shows with a look at the Chicago Bears. We said before the break this was a team that overall positional grade from ESPN and Pro Football Focus, 30th in the National Football League entering 2022. Team with a win total of six and a half, juice to the under. They have the longest odds to win the division now at 14 to 1, 65 to 1 to come out of the NFC, 150 to 1 long shots to win the Super Bowl and West position by position. It is the running back room that has the best overall positional grade, 16th from Pro Football Focus. The rest of the offense, though, it's it's pretty rough. 31st in the projected offensive line. Uh, with We talked about Lucas Patrick, their one signing coming in at center. Not much to like around uh, him on the O-line. And then the wide receiver room, yeah. 32nd in the National Football League. Yeah, and they just did add uh, Nikhil Harry, by the way, the former first-round pick in 2019 from Arizona State. Never really quite made it there. It was a seventh-round pick, by the way, that they gave Harry away for. So, uh, look, uh, the Bears, I guess, just trying anything. But you just look. They don't have – you know, at least when they were struggling in recent years, you had Al- Alvin, Allen Robinson, you know, right. who could maybe make big plays in the passing game if he had a quarterback to get him the ball, which he often did not. So that's why he is now in Los Angeles as a member of the Rams. But, yeah, you just look at these receivers, and it's like, okay, uh, you know, you have Mooney. Maybe he has a little bit of potential. Uh, last year did have 1,000 yards, but – I don't look at him like as an elite receiver. He's clearly the best receiver on this team. But, you know, you don't look at him and you don't think, you know, Justin Jefferson or you don't think, uh, you know, uh, uh, one of the great receivers or you don't think like uh, A.J. Br- Brown or somebody like that. So, yeah, the Bears, I think, are going to struggle to score points and that defense is going to have to really carry him at least early on. And you, well, you talk about the defense. So we've seen in past years, it's been a very high volatile defense that at times has been among the league leaders in turnovers. Mm-hmm. We've seen the flip side of that, though, and when they haven't been able to generate turnovers, it has gone south really, really quickly. They were really mix quickly. and match last year because they weren't very good at stopping the run, but they were pretty good in the mm-hmm. secondary. They got to the quarterback. They were fourth, by the way. Now, uh, you know, uh, no, no Khalil Mack anymore, of course, so so you've got to replace that. And, uh, you know, they always seem to at least get some pressure on the quarterback, and they do, like you say, Ben, live off turnovers. But last year, only 26th in the category in terms of takeaways. And that's how you saw pretty much across the board, bottom 10 defense, the PFF rankings for them this year. Linebacker core viewed to be the strong suit, 18th in the National Football League. But D-line, especially with no uh, Khalil Mack, it's really Robert Quinn, and then just a, an assortment of bodies mm-hmm. pretty much 31st the preseason defensive line ranking 31st in the secondary as well they're paying Eddie Jackson a whole lot of money Wes now he'll uh, he's the guy who's gonna try to do something to earn all that cash this year but that's where the issue comes in where if, if you're Chicago and we've seen there that franchise used the strategy before of all right let's just rally around a defense that can be very opportunistic and can swing games relying on good special teams as well on paper, you just you can't really have a whole lot of confidence in them being able to use that strategy. And you think about the lack of weapons they have offensively. It's why it's hard to get really excited about this team and to be super bullish, even on even on a pretty low win total here at six and a half. Yeah, and you look uh, what the, what they have coming back. Uh, they start in terms of the schedule. You get San Francisco at home, who I believe did beat them up there in Chicago last year, which I think is a you know borderline playoff team this year. The NFC it's kind of open down there at the bottom. You know, kind of who the top three are, and then it's a little bit wide open down there. Then you got to go to Green Bay. 
You have Houston at home, which could be a winnable game. New York could be a winnable game. So the schedule, I don't think the strength of schedule is really all that arduous, but you just look and it's like, okay, what are the wins on here uh, when, when you're looking at it? Like, I think they're clearly battling Detroit for the third spot in the division. And I think Detroit, I like a little bit what they added more in the offseason than I really like what the Bears added. Bears fourth easiest strength of schedule. They have the easiest strength of schedule yeah. based on win totals. Of, and that's from, uh, from so, what Warren so Sharp look has at, forecasted. So you would look at that and you think, okay, we can find over you know seven wins uh, over six and a half plus 105. But even against some of these bad teams, I'm like, I don't know if I could just say, okay, you're looking down a schedule like we all do uh, at the beginning of yeah, the like, season or before the season. Win, win here, lost there, win there. I don't know if you can really do that with this team. Yeah, like is the Bears at Jets definitely a win for them? Right. You know what I mean? Like it's I don't, a coin I don't flip know game. It is. Just yeah. like the Bears at the Giants, kind of a coin flip game yeah. a little bit. Uh, and uh, you know, you look at the North ahead of them. This isn't the really the best division in in the in the NFL. It's probably one of the lower end ones because people expect Green Bay to take a step back. I know Matt Brown and I, when we were talking about the Minnesota Vikings, we are very bullish on that team, and I think we've all bet them to win the division. And you could still get, I think. Close to three dollars out there if you want to go yeah, that sure, route. Yeah. But I'm sure, you should, should with, be able to find that with the Bears. I think that win total is about right. It's juiced to the under six and a half. I don't know if I want to go much under than that because right. they, they'd probably be a pass for me if I was going to play. The, the one angle I, I was thinking of too. I don't know if you would agree with this, uh, Kelly West. Where you have a Week One game, you're at home against Trey Lance and the 49ers, and every like that's going to be in everybody's. Every single six-point yeah. six, six teaser, everyone's just penciling that in as a win. Are we really sure we're ready to trust Trey Lance? I mean, starting the year no, no, on no. the road in Chicago, could you see a scenario where they start 2-1, and one, you get a Texans team at home, and could that present an opportunity to get an in-season win total that gets up to 7, 7.5? Yeah, seven and a half? That, that might be probably the better way to play it, uh, uh, really. because They could yeah. start 3-1. and one. I mean, yeah, throw the exactly. Giants in there, you could easily yeah. start three and one. Because the Giants, new head coach, uh, new coordinator, obviously there with uh, Brian Dable. So you know, we automatically assume, I think, because Dable had that success in Buffalo with Josh Allen, that he's going to have the magic elixir in in New York. Even though I think that they did add some help at receiver, at least for Daniel Jones, who obviously pretty much the uh, you know boomer bust year for Daniel Jones, and we're going to find out here shortly. Just feel like there's, you know, as we know, there's always a team that starts two and zero, three and one that we that every, you don't expect exactly. Yeah. And not only that, but people are basically pretty convinced in in saying, okay, there's no way this will hold up over a 17 game season at this point. There's a, there's a path here for where the Bears could be that team. And remember, it wasn't yeah. like they got off to a horrible start last year. They were really game in that. I mean, I just remember how much liability I had, and I had the Rams in like nine different teasers last mm-hmm. year on the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the Bears were actually pretty game in, in that spot. They played the Rams tough, didn't end up covering. But that was, I mean, they played well, were at least, I mean, I remember betting them week two against the Bengals. They beat what ended up being an AFC champion team Bengals a squad at home there. So it's a team who got off to a decent start. It was just as the injuries, what, you know, piled on as, a, as the lack of depth really showcased itself. That's where things fell apart. So that's that's at least my angle here in 2022. Nothing else really uh, appeals to me. I don't know if it does to you. Yeah, I'm with you. It would be get out to a fast start, maybe play an in-season under on them. I, I, I think it's probably likely they're third or fourth in this division, though. It's a shame because I think Justin Fields, I still am a Justin Fields fan. It's just they've provided him no support really on that offense. 
It's been tough. You, you, and as you mentioned, you want the best for a guy like that, and he's so far been in a position to fail. We'll see if that changes as the Eberflus regime starts to get a foothold and, and make some transition there in Chicago. But that's a look at the Chicago Bears 2022, 32 teams in 32 shows. On the other side, we'll talk a little NBA and some next team odds, update some baseball scores as well. That's all next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back on a primetime action this Thursday night, July the 14th. Thanks so much for hanging out with us with Wes Reynolds. I'm Ben Wilson. We're going to go behind the glass in just a second to Kelly Bidlin. A lot of things happening, including a we had, uh, and I believe we, now we do not have one anymore, but we had a potential no-hitter alert going into the sixth inning at the Bronx. What an mm-hmm. impressive start from Luis Castillo, making a pretty good case. Uh, it's certainly his audition to be yeah, probably that, traded at the deadline. Yeah, West. that trade market <laughs> going up yeah, because no he doubt. had six strikeouts, but uh Anthony Rizzo gets a double, and then Stanton with the ground ball out ties it at one here, bottom of the six, two outs. Matt Carpenter up at the dish against Castillo. 86 pitches so far for Castillo. It was a slow start to the year. He was injured coming out, but 
draft, as he's gotten things rolling, it's, it's really been a nice year. You'd have to think he'll be a prime a trade candidate here uh, coming up before the, uh, the overall deadline. In the meantime, some other scores. Atlanta, they've retaken the lead as, oh, we'll get to our strikeout update in a second. Third strikeout, Kelly. Well, don't, don't show him yet. He's getting everything sorted out. <laughs> 4-2 Atlanta as a, we, let's see, what did we get? A, oh, Michael Harris Michael the Harris the second uh, for his uh, National League Rookie of the Year yeah. campaign. I he believe Spencer the, Strider back uh, Yeah, they're the top two guys right now in the market. Uh, Strider, I was in here with Matt Brown last Wednesday, I think, uh, or actually last Thursday, where he had nine strikeouts in three innings. I think he ended up with 10. This guy just throws absolute gas. So uh, Braves up 4-2 to on the Nats here in the top of the All six. Right. Meanwhile, Red Sox, they're, they're at least trying to get Drew Aspison out of the game for you, Wes. They, they get a run. Jaron Duran scores on a wild pitch. Then Xander Bogart's RBI double is 24th of the year. So that is 3 nothing Red Sox there into the top of the sixth. Rasmussen I, now at, uh, he's what, at 88 pitches? So yeah, probably the I end think, of the line here. I think my hope is going to be gone, though, because uh, Tristan McKenzie now with eight strikeouts. He oh. is the leader on the night for Cleveland. Gaussman uh, still stuck down there at six. Come on, Gaussman. Just, just, just get it. I know. One. Bring him in. Just bring him in for one, one more inning. Let him work this bottom of the order because yeah, that's what he I would know. get here for the uh, uh, top of the seventh if he does come and, back. And then now. the Mets. I know that you were uh, you were looking to take another stab at the Cubs tonight. Not going well there. Yeah. Lindor a double, and Patrick Bazeka, Starling Marte, each with RBI base knocks for nothing, and they are they are uh, in the bottom of the second now. Yeah, there's there a, on the, on there's the a lot of bad teams, and the Cubs, one of them, they give up yeah. three here in the second. But at least the uh, at least the Rangers so far are going a little bit better. Better, three to nothing, three nothing in the top of the second. In the meantime, Kelly, you have uh, you have set up behind the behind your uh, the glass there. We got the strikeout counter going. Yeah, that's right. We got that going. Uh, there's a third one missing, but I'm not putting up a third one. So yeah, we're we're because well, there it is. <laughs> we got this. Did we're you going got... from two to four for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> now the question is, did you print out backwards K's as well? Because you got to have. The... Can't just turn it upside down. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah flip yeah flip it around too. You can also right, do that. Yeah. That's how that works. But, I was just wondering. Yeah, that's how it works. This, I didn't this print out like, opposite ones. This no, feels like it's a case. This feels like it's even though it's prime time action. This feels like it's a day game, and you're watching a bad team, and you're you know there's like two guys out in the right field bleachers putting up the K props. That's what it <laughs> yes. feels like here. We need uh, we need ten. Hey, we're a third plus one more there. Wait, wait, did West just compare us to a bad day baseball game? You're part of the Viper Hawks I now, West. Come I on. Know. I know. I'm like the Andre Aiden, I guess, team, being unhappy okay? in Phoenix. I le- we're at least live, Kelly. I mean, we're, we're barely alive, but we're at least live. Two nothing Astros to the top of the third, and uh, get get another get two more Ks per inning. That's all it takes. There you go. That's all it's gonna take. That's all it takes. That's easy. It's two strikeouts. Strikeouts. Tra- strikeouts an inning. Come on. So easy. You can, bad I mean, pitchers do that, right? Yeah, yeah. Every, basically, everybody in today's uh, day and age. Let, while we have a few minutes, let's get into some of these NBA next team odds. Now, we discussed a little bit of this earlier, and again, if you're just joining us, we had the DeAndre Ayton news to lead off the show, where he was given that uh, qualifying offer and from Indiana, but pretty much right away, the Suns here within the last half hour, they do match uh, that max offer that was given to him by Indiana. So that uh, that is the story in Phoenix. In the meantime, we're having all these rumors swirl about Donovan Mitchell. Could he uh, be in a trade going to New York? And right now, here are the odds via DraftKings. Yeah, these minus are, 200. and Ben, just so everybody knows, I think these have all been taken off the board just in the past hour or two because of uh, Makes w- sense. what's going on with DeAndre Ayton uh, and how this might affect other players. For Donovan Mitchell, though, 
I first started typing these up last night, and the Knicks were about even money. So this, there is money coming in, and all obviously all the reports that we are hearing are the Knicks are going to make a serious run at uh, at Donovan Mitchell, uh, as JVT was talking about about an hour ago. We have seen mixed reports on whether the Jazz uh, would prefer to shop him to to the Knicks with a you know with a package centered around a lot of first round picks, but then RJ Barrett or to Miami for Tyler Hero. And Miami's not going to be offer as many, be able to offer as many first round draft picks coming back. So really, I think that's the biggest reason why you're seeing such a difference in the odds between the Knicks and the Heat. Um, look, we know we know there there was the issues between Gobert and Mitchell. So I I've, I've kind of been still on the sidelines of whether I really think the Jazz are going to blow up this whole team or not. But it it's looking more and more every day like they are going to blow up this team and try to go after Victor Wembanaya. And I'm sure he just butchered his name for the you third were pretty, time you uh, were the pretty past close. week and a half. He's basically, by the way, uh, who Kelly just mentioned, the 7-3 center out of France, the pretty much consensus number one pick, at least barring injury. I think the most consensus number one guy we've had since LeBron. I don't even think it's close, Wes. Yeah. I don't think it's close. I mean, this is yeah. a guy that you're going to see a lot of Giannis similarities in, mm-hmm. in him. Um, and he's you know, got a smooth shooting stroke, yeah, too. It, but when we think of Giannis of when he was uh, when he was Victor's age, and we're talking 20 years old, 19, 20 years old, he did not have the shooting range that, that Webinaya has. He does not have – he doesn't have the defensive skills Webinaya has already in his arsenal. So it's going to be interesting to see how many teams go into full-on tank mode this season for this guy. And I have a feeling the Jazz are going to end up being, being that team. And if they move Mitchell, there's a lot of other pieces that are going to be available then, too. Boyan Bogdanovich, a lot of pe- play, well, uh, teams would love to have him. Well, they've Clarkson. already moved, uh, going back to the uh, Royce O'Neal. Yep. Why would they do that? <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah they're they blowing already, this whole thing up. Hey, Joe Ingles, nice nice piece for the Bucs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Royce O'Neal was like kind of the first domino that they went ahead mm-hmm. and traded. So, uh, yeah, looking at, at the Jazz in terms of the payroll, uh, Mitchell, now you're saying Bog- Bogdanovich, by the way, is an expiring contract. Uh, they did get Beverly back in that Minnesota Timberwolves trade for Gobert. He's also an expiring contract. So uh, Danny Ainge not done there in Utah. Uh, certainly does not, does not appear to be done. Brian Windhorst with the report as well with the Knicks having eight tradable first-round picks. And then they, you know, he had, had that report too on ESPN saying, look, there's a desire there to have a star quality player in Donovan Mitchell. Big reason why you're seeing these odds move. But I know, Kelly, this is something we were talking about off the air, and it really to a couple of different scenarios, either Kevin Durant or a trade like this, where you're you're still not uh, totally convinced that the Heat aren't going to at least try to make some moves there with Pat Riley, even if the logistics might not be as easy to get behind. They're your second favorite on this odds board, and I, I have to think they're going to at least be players here. If they are, look, the 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 Miami Heat front office is as as is as good as it gets when it comes to cap manipulation, and we've seen this time and time again when they've added big stars. Sometimes it hasn't made any sense how, how they were able to be going to be able to fit these guys. They've restructured contracts better than any team in the league. So I don't think you should count them out of any of these. And and honestly, if these were were available in Vegas, I'd be putting a little money on the heat for both the Donovan Mitchell and the Kevin Durant market. For the numbers that they're at, if you can get 
four or five to one or better than that on Donovan Mitchell, and you're seeing nine to one plus on Kevin Durant to the Heat. Pat Riley is still in charge. Pat mm-hmm. Riley is desperate. Wes and I were talking about this off air. He's gonna make a desperate push for one more one more championship and one more ring before he finally hangs things up. I think they will be in these talks deep throughout the entire summer. So I'm not saying I know for sure which guy's gonna land there, but I think it's gonna be one. I think one of them landing there is very good odds of happening. Yeah, and obviously Hero would be the most easily tradable commodity, I guess, because he has one more year. They have a qualifying offer to him next year, so at not much, I think the Q offer is about a little less than $8 million, but you look at Miami, obviously committed to Jimmy Butler through 25-26, and same with Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, almost two, only two years left on his deal, but like Kelly said, if there's a team that can kind of make that work, because it looks just looking at it on a sheet here, like, oh my God, what are they going to be able to do? It's like Seriously, they're stuck, yeah. well, but they, they only, find ways. And they only have three first-round picks as of, as of right now that they could include in a trade, which you're talking about the Knicks having upwards of mm-hmm. five-plus that they could include in a trade. So, I, you know, it's definitely going to take some maneuvering. But, but in the Eastern obvious- Conference, where there's no, like, clear favorite, they're right there. I mean, yeah. uh, you could throw a blanket over Boston, Milwaukee, and Miami, no and Philadelphia. So there's not, you know, that I think separation like everybody kind of considers the Warriors and the Clippers the two top favorites it, next it, year in the West. And the difference between look, the Knicks want a star, right? This is a star. As far as who Donovan Mitchell is a better fit for, it is the Miami Heat without question. That mm-hmm. that is a great pairing in the backcourt. If he ends up with Lowry, you're talking about two because you've th- got other guys that are good defenders. Exactly. Like Jimmy, like Kyle Lowry. You can hide him on defense. In New York, you're not going to be able to do that. You have a backcourt there now that would be Brunson and Donovan Mitchell that both struggle on the defense. And it's like Miami can hide Duncan Robinson, and they can hide Hero a little bit on defense because they got Victor Oladipo as well. They signed him back on a one-year deal, and he can still defend pretty well. Going to be fascinating. it's so wild. This it's time of year it never fails to disappoint. And as we mentioned right now, Knicks minus 200 favorite, though. Whether that's a good fit or not, that's a land of Donovan Mitchell. Kelly, I, I kind, kind of with you, though. A little sprinkle there. Heat 4-1, to one, not, not the worst play in the world. We'll come back, update some baseball scores on the other side, get into our number three of primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.